the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in hot. Welcome back to this week's edition of Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. I'm telling you what a week we've endured. We got a former sitting president who had his house raided. Yes, leftists. Yes, Democrats. I'm saying raided. You can't change the words on everything because now they're saying that we can't even use the word raid. And the Biden administration wants us to believe that they had no idea that this was happening on a sitting on a former president. You want us to believe now they might be right. Biden had no clue (laughs) because he's (laughs) clueless. He has no clue of what's happening around him. And you want us to believe that not even the White House lawyers, not even somebody, not even Kamala Harris, some, somebody in there. Because if you if you listen to how they're responding to what's, you know, when, when the questions pose, I had an audio, but I, it, it, it got corrupted. So I can't play that audio today of how Peter Ducey was 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 badgering her with a question. The um, the uh, White House press secretary and she just wouldn't answer it. She she wouldn't answer about what exactly, what role did the did the Biden administration have in uh, this raid upon President Trump's personal residence? And and the thing that amazes me was that President Trump was in negotiation already, and yet still we got a raid on his on his I call it his compound. That's what we're dealing with today in this new America. That's what we're dealing with in Barack Obama's fundamentally transforming America. That's what we got. That's who we are. So I'm so excited. I'm so excited about today because we're going to be having Congressman Darren LaHood on to discuss this and more. Um, the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. <laughs> you can't you can't make this stuff up. But we had zero percent in uh, inflation in July. Yeah. OK. So we need this. Inflation Reduction Act. Got it. Uh, we're also going to have my good friend Jonathan T. Gilliam joining us at the bottom of this hour uh, to discuss. As you know, Jonathan T. Gilliam is a former FBI agent. He's also a former Navy SEAL. He wrote the book Sheep No More. Uh, he's going to join the show to talk about the talk about the role that the FBI played in this um, and why they were even called into this because 
there was already an ongoing um Trump was talking with the National Archives about all of this. And yet I think when you look at President Trump is the only one that can declassify any and all information. He's the only one. There's no pro- I looked it up. I went looking for a process. Is there a process in place to declassify stuff? I saw nothing. Absolutely nothing. I couldn't find anything. So that the president himself as a sitting president has the power to declassify. That's it. It's it's really that simple. I, I know you're biting at the bit. Just hold on. I know you're biting at the bit. But in, and in the third hour, we're going to have someone from the um, Missing Persons Network. I had no idea how many people go missing every year in the United States of America. It's going to blow your mind. Even right here in the state of Illinois, it's 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 so amazing how many people go missing and nothing's done about it. So we're going to have a spokesperson from the. Um, Missing Persons Network. Missing Persons Network. I know you're biting at the bit, but I want to play this real quick because I want you to hear how Jean Jean Pierre, whatever her name is, JP, what they call. I know she has she has initials now too. I'm just gonna call her JP. Now listen to how Peter Ducey is trying to get an answer from her, and she simply won't answer. Here she is. Do you consider Donald Trump to be a political rival of President Biden? Uh, I'm not going to speak to that from here. But you talk about Trump all the time. So do you consider him to be... I don't talk about Trump all the time. Ultra MAGA, you guys were criticizing his handling of COVID last week. You've mentioned his January 6th response a couple days ago. So can you say, based on all that... I didn't say anything about Mar-a-Lago. I'm just asking you if you consider the president I'm, to be I'm here. saying from here, I'm not going to comment on that. Does the president still want to uh, think that he would be very fortunate to run against Trump in 2024, like he has said before? Again, I'm not going to comment on... It's just, it's just I'm not, I'm, the president. In the next election, I'd be very fortunate if I had that same man running against me. Does he still... All I can that? tell you, Peter, is that the president intends to run in 2024. Is there a concern here that if you guys don't say more, then these Republicans who are accusing this White House of weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI, are that's going to become the, the public sentiment? If you guys don't say once and for all, we are not doing that. First, first of all, listen, listen. We're just not going to comment on the Department of Justice investigation. Okay, we're just we're just here. not is going to comment our, on that. Is this White House weaponizing the Justice Department and the FBI against, against political opponents? The president has been very clear uh, from before he was elected, very clear on this. Hold on. It's Throughout his time in now, office. I, I heard the quote. We will be playing the quote tonight at 6 o'clock. Is this administration weaponizing the Justice Department and the FBI against political opponents? Peter, the president believes in the rule of law. The <laughs> rule of law, but we hear nothing about Hunter Biden. Uh, happy to have my good friend, the troublemaker, join me in studio. I mean, he's like over there itching to say something. Also, we have in studio Dr. Eric Wallace. Dr. Eric Wallace is putting on a great summit um, September 8th through the 10th. Uh, the Black Conservative Summit. Um, he's going to be here. We're going to be talking about that, uh, about the summit. And um, I mean, he has he has a great lineup. I want him to tell you who are the people in the lineup. But Philon, go ahead. Well, to respond to what you just said, I've been listening to all the top lawyers and all the, all the news stations duke it out. And I rarely watch TV news, but I had to watch the smart guys duke it out: Alan Dershowitz, uh, Jonathan Twerley, and then the guys that they parade around on the left. And the ones on the left said he has to declare in writing 
what he needs. That's the process. Declare in writing what he wants to declassify specifically. Yeah, but the, what did Turley and, and, and our boy um, Dershowitz say? They said that he can de- uh, uh, declassify anything. Then it's other people that I've been arguing with all week personally, Democrats, and they said, no, he cannot de- declassify anything. Nuclear information is something that he could sell. You know, they're going to go all, all, off into to the, to the weeds. Something that he can sell to... Jong Un, whatever his name is, Kim Jong Un, and somebody from Iran. Yeah, but, but, like but, he deals with these people. What nuclear? I mean, it's it's all switched out in, in, with a new administration. So what can he sell? Not the codes, but just nuclear they information. Know where our sites are? Well, not just the sites, just information how to build nuclear equipment. They already have that. They have nuclear weapons. Russia, China, not Iran. Uh, okay, but they're building. That's why I mean, you know, they think the man is they think the man is going to go rogue and sell information to these rogue states to destroy America. These people are nuts. So the people who hate America and who have been who have been systematically destroying America, uh, a guy comes in, does one term in office. Uh, he's the one that's responsible. He's going to be he's going to be the one responsible for destroying America. Well, you which heard, they've done for decades upon decades. Well, you heard what the leader of the DOJ said, I raided his house because he has the potential. Not we knew he was going to do it. He has the potential to do wrong by this by these uh, secret documents. Doctor, what do you what say you? I think the whole thing is messed up. And whether you and whether you like Trump or not, you should be upset about this because we should be concerned about the rule of law. I mean, I don't want that done to anybody. Right. You know, those of us who are conservatives and believe that the Constitution means what it says, then we should be standing behind the rule of law and not just when somebody decides they want to weaponize either the IRS or the FBI or whatever. Yeah, right. (laughs) Wait, wait, hold on. on. But 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 go ahead. ahead, What did I tell you two weeks ago? What? Democrats favor the FBI. They basically work for the Democrats. Republicans. CIA. Yeah. I, we just had yeah, this but, debate, but, but 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 I think that's that's shifted. The CIA. That when it comes to Trump, they all hate him. Even the they, CIA. All they all hate him. I mean, look at Brennan and Clapper and all these guys. You yeah, know, they're they, old news, but they all hate him. Yeah, they may be old news, but their people are still in there. Hmm. You know, and listen. Uh, well, who was it that said we need to uh, respect the police, uh, respect the law enforcement? Was it Kamala Harris? Listen, where, where was your respect when you raised a million dollars to get people out of jail yeah. who were hurting and attacking people with BLM? Right. Don't give me that, that crap. And then here's another thing. Here's another thing before we go to break. Remember when Joe Biden got in the office, when they said, Trump, don't come after Joe Biden because he's now your political opponent. What do we have here? Mm-hmm. The exact same thing. This is why I say Republicans are weak. Break their necks. Not literally. From a, from a pure political perspective, you listen to the Black and Right. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and White on AM560. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Now, uh, Doctor, yeah. Marvin Gaye or 
George Michaels. I've switched it. I've switched it. I've I've put Teddy uh, Pendergrass in his place. No, 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 no. You can't switch. I did. I declared it. Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. Over Teddy Pendergrass? No, no, no. no. You don't get to switch. That's not what I was asked. Right. You don't get to switch. Come on, man. Marvin Gaye all day long. Uh, But, Doctor, I'm so glad that you're here. Um, um, When the station said that you were doing the, the Black Conservative Summit, I looked at some of the names. Um, first of all, why are you doing this? Uh, why is it important for um, the people of Illinois and the rest of the country to hear from people uh, who are black con- and, and conservative? Because people don't, we don't have a voice. Right now, the, the people with the microphones, or at least the last couple of years, have been the, the black liberals yeah. who are, you know, Black Lives Matter, this whole wokeness crap that they're doing. And, and and but they don't ever pay any attention to black conservatives. Yeah. And uh, and and I'd even I would even say a lot of the Republican Party a lot of times haven't been playing paying attention to black conservatives. Yeah. Um. So, uh, it's the the idea has always been out there. The black conservatives have always thought about what if we had our own conservative summit where yeah. black folks came together. We don't always have to agree on every subject. But if we come together, because we talk, don't, you know that, right, right. So we can come together and we can talk about some of these issues amongst ourselves. Show others that are outside who are conservatives that are in the closet and are afraid to come out, yeah. especially in the Chicago area, yeah. man. And then, uh, and then, I mean, this, this isn't something that white folks can't come to. Right. It's just the majority of our speakers are going to be black, and we're going to be talking about the, um, uh, the 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 black community, though. The actual title of this is how to fix. It's just how to fix Black America, but black is struck out. Because the idea we're actually America. getting to is how to fix America, yeah. and that black conservatives actually have something to say about this. Yeah, and 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 you said you got the, the speakers that'll be there, black. I mean, talk about the speakers you got. I mean, it's it's a it's a heavy hitter list of of, of speakers that have uh, have a, a true voice in America. Yeah, yeah. Somebody we we had a, a piece that go out went out a couple of days ago, and it had uh, uh, Ben Carson on it, uh, Larry Elder, and. Um, Vody Bacham. Yeah. And someone called it the Mount Rushmore of a black conservative. <laughs> I, I actually didn't, I actually was a little uncomfortable with yeah, that because yeah. there's a, because there's a number of other people uh, I would put on that Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Shelby Steele. Yeah. Shelby uh, Steele. Thomas Soul. Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas. Right. Right. Bob yeah. Woodson. But Bob, Bob Woodson is coming. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Shelby Steele. Um, you know, one of your good friends, Charles Love. Yeah. Our, our good friend. Yeah. Uh, Ken Blackwell, I don't know if people know Ken, uh, yeah. but Ken has been around for a while. Former secretary. And, and we're and we're honoring Ken Blackwell, K. Cole James, Bob Woodson, and Dr. Shelby Steele at nice. dinner on Friday night. Nice. Um, and then there's uh, Corey Brooks. Mm-hmm. Rooftop uh, pastor. Yeah, right. Curtis Hill, who's the former attorney general in Indiana. Yeah. He's Which think- a lot of people don't know about. Yeah, right. And he's thinking about possibly running for governor. Nice. Uh, next time around. So, And then a number of my... My good buddies like Bishop Larry Jackson, uh, Latasha Fields, yeah. C.L. Bryant. Oh, and so there's a there's a strong Christian element to this. Yeah. So you know, be aware. We wear our Christianity on our sleeves. And How did you get Vody to come out though? Vody, I've been I've been chasing Vody for for a while now yeah. because I I actually wanted to do him on my TV show Kingdoms in Conflict. Yeah. Uh, and I just so happened to end up running to his guy Jay Habinero. I hope I'm saying his name right. I'll say Jay. Jay's his first name. I got a hold of Jay. 
he ended up calling me up because I just went to his website and put something down. And he was going through the stuff and called me up. We weren't able to get together. I did meet him, though, at the National Religious Broadcasters last year. And we had a chance to talk. And so, um, you know, when he saw we were doing this, Jay actually called me up and said, hey, I want Vody to be there. Wow. And I said, yeah, I'd love him to be there. Yeah. Well, I've got two other reasons. I think we need to show black people that it's not taboo and break the stereotype of just following along with the Democrats when we have conservative roots. And that was my second. That was my second answer. We need to get black people back to our conservative roots and show them what they are, what, what you all will put on display this, uh, at the black conservative summit. Amen. Can I, yeah. can I, can I share this um, yeah, proverb ahead, real quick ahead, that I saw the other day? And I think it, it's apropos. It said the forest was shrinking, but the trees kept voting for the axe. So the axe was clever and convinced the trees that because his handle was made of wood, mm. he was one of them. Wow. Mm. Wow. <laughs> and, and, and isn't that what the left has been doing? Uh, but then, you yeah, know, we're one of you. We're one yeah. of you. Right, right. So right. vote for us. Right. Even, we're, we're helping you. Yeah. Even though your schools suck. Yeah. And, and we're busy trying to tell you that your little kids that they can become girls and girls can become boys. Yeah. And we're, I mean, you know, people are getting shot in the streets. Yeah. And you know what's remarkable about that? Now, I was, into, I was getting into an argument with my best friend at, at, at him and his wife's engagement, right? And he said, well, if I find out that the teachers are teaching that it's going to be hell to pay. Oh, but weren't you just talking about group thought before now you're talking about individualism? Now it's you. Yeah, if right, you right, right. find out personally, <laughs> but yet this whole conversation been about group thought and what's being done to us as a group. I say, man, you all are just so disingenuous. It's, yeah. it's, it's not funny. Yeah. But you know, what do you say, Dr. Wallace? Um, because there's a huge crowd. There's a, um, what, what's his name from Rockford? Hoff Daddy, the one that called that wrote me that Norman from Rockford um, called and basically said doesn't like the title of my show because there's black in it. He wrote a letter. Mm-hmm. What do you say to those people? There are a lot of people out there that are that are white. Yeah, they believe we shouldn't talk about color. It shouldn't be about saying black conservative summit. It should be just a conservative summit. Because um, I, 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 I get that. Valon, no, you know we get this a lot. Yeah, I give it to you a lot. Yeah, well, you do. What do you say to those people of why the why we should talk about black conservatives? Because to your point, you know, I, I think it's, it's so uncomfortable for for black people to ever come to the Republican Party or to the conservative side, although they do believe in conservative values. So what do you say to those people who say you shouldn't use black? I quoted to uh, and I can't find the scripture right now and I, I need to memorize it. The scripture is a text, biblical text, where Paul talks about uh, to the weak I became as weak, to mm. the Gentile I became like a Gentile, to those under the law, yeah. under the law, so that I might win a few. Win, win, win right. some, yeah. right. And so I say sometimes to get black people to pay attention to what it is we're doing, you put black in front of it. Right. So we know that we're talking about issues that concern the black community, even though a lot of issues concern the black community, concern all communities, Correct. right? Especially when we talk about the breakdown of the family. Right. When your family starts breaking it down, regardless of what community it is, you're going to see some stuff begin to happen. And so I come from a biblical perspective, and I try and tell people, look, if it was good enough for Paul, Paul right. had to do that to share the gospel. Right. We've got to do it sometimes to get people to listen to what it is we're trying to say. Because they're not going to listen. And we're not, try- we're, cause we're not trying to say, like I've already said, Black Conservative Summit, anybody can come. Yeah. It's not just for black people. Yeah, I ho- I'm hoping that Asians will be there and white folks will be there and 
Latin uh, Hispanics will be there. Uh, you know, and and it will look a lot like heaven's going to look like. Yeah, right. And, you know, Dan Prof, because and I agree with Dan. I think sometimes we get caught up in identitarian politics, but but I, I think we also have to acknowledge what you see the difference. Right, right. You know, we're all three different shades of, <laughs> of black in yeah. here. Half Daddy, he may be black. He may be mixed with a little black though. Half Daddy's <laughs> a white, a white Viking. <laughs> Sorry, Half Daddy, but. But I, I think we don't have to be blind to this. I, this whole be, idea yes. about color blindness is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's God, ridiculous. Is, God sees color. Yeah, he created it. He created it. He he made us these various colors and flavors and and shapes yes. and sizes, and we should be pretending like we don't see it. Now the problem of the left, they stay there, and right. it's every right. everything, the victimhood, everything is about blackness, and I think that's. I think that's the difference between somebody, what, what you're doing with the Black Conservative Summit, what I do here on the radio show. I don't stay there at the blackness of, my blackness is, does not define me. My Amen. faith defines me. Amen. That's what, def- at least that's what I've been trying to, 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 to help define who John Anthony is. And, and to, you, to your point, I look through the lens of faith, not through the lens of color. I don't. I don't. But... I also see color. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. But that's why you're not black enough. Right? Well, I'm blackish. <laughs> Charles Love used to call me blackish. Well, I'm the last one to play identity politics, but I'm going to say this one time. John was right. You do have to acknowledge blackness for black people to listen. That's Otherwise, it. they won't listen. And a lot of white people don't understand that because yeah. they preach content of character. Right. And they think that should show through. But that's just not how it is. That's not reality. That's true. That's so true. Uh, Jonathan T. Gilliam up next. Former FBI agent, author of the book Sheep No More. We'll be right back. You feel the lightning, the thunder. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560. The answer. Maybe I'm foolish. Welcome back Maybe I'm blind. to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker himself, Verlon Red Velvet. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I'm happy or disappointed to be sitting in this seat. I'm, I'm looking up at these old lousy bears. Uh, I know. Man, they lousy. Yeah. And we're also having in studio with us Dr. Eric Wallace. I'm telling you guys, you don't want to miss this Black Conservative Summit. Uh, we have the likes of Ben Carson, Larry Elders, correct, right? Correct. Larry Elders, yep. uh, Vody Bauckham, um, and um, C. Ben o. Carson, C. O'Brien. C. Yep. You know, you don't want to miss this. I mean, some of the some of the best minds uh, in America uh, going to be here at this um, Black Conservative Summit. You wanted to say something about the summit? Yeah, we Doctor? got we got a concert pianist. I didn't mention Huntley, oh. Huntley Brown. Uh, that's my buddy. Yeah, you, you know Huntley. Yeah, I've yeah, known, Huntley's going to Huntley be there. But yeah. I wanted I would offer out there, put out there. There's a promotion code to get ten percent off. Uh, just put in the promotion code is BCS twenty two, BCS twenty two. Now I don't know if that's case sensitive because yeah. my people ended up doing that, <laughs> so you may have to try it a couple. Normally it's not. Normally you could just put it in BCS twenty twenty two. BCS twenty two. Yeah, I mean that that's 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 a matter that of fact, helps. If if you do that while we're on the show, I always get uh, as soon as somebody signs up, I always get a text. Really? Oh, okay. oh you you shout so out. So we can do a shout out if you, if you allow me to. It's your show. Yeah, go ahead, mind. brother. Hey, <laughs> we we have fun here. We have fun. Valana, yes, tell do. you, we have a lot of fun here, yes, man. We do. 
you know, uh, I, wrong. Only, <laughs> whatever, whatever. <laughs> um, well, I forgot your name that fast. Off that. <laughs> what difference at this point does it make? See, that's a real man there. You can call yeah. him Susan. He doesn't care. Right. Uh, while we're waiting on Jonathan Gilliam, oh, I, for- I know he told me he I was for- in the airport. So you know, I forgot to mention Alveda King. Oh, that's right. Oh. Oh, Doctor King. Oh, okay. uh, and, and do you know Niger Ennis? I know Niger. Yeah, Niger yeah. Ennis will be there. I actually oh. met Niger with you and the bishop. You know, oh, Cecil okay. Lafleur. Yeah. Um, okay. Many, many years ago, you guys brought him here for something. I forget what it was. It was like maybe 2009, 2010 or something like that. You guys brought him here for a pro-life oh, he event. Was, he, was, he was also here. Um, we were doing a fundraiser for um, this documentary we want to do, Racism in America. Yeah. He and uh, Alveda King yeah. came. And we have also found out the other day that Burgess Owens, the oh, congressman out of uh, Is he coming? Utah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hey. I, I actually got a chance to meet him at CPAC, and he's... You know he's he. I, I like I like him. I really do. I really do. I really like him. And we'll see. This is going to be. They can't, and you can't come. You can't make it. Well, no. I was just talking to this gentleman right here that I I do have to work the Thursday and Friday. I'm off Saturday. So what I was going to do was buy the ticket, right. and then I was going to come. That's why I was asking what time does it start, right. and I can hang out during the day and catch some of the action Thursday, Friday, and then I can stay right. all day Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to do. Oh, really? Yeah. So you'll be there? Yeah. But you're not coming to the Dennis Prager event coming up? And Dennis Prager, Sean I Thompson? Can't, I can't take off. Uh, whatever. You're such a bum. <laughs> I can't take off. You, whatever. You're the troublemaker. You can do whatever you want to do. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we're going through some changes at work, man. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Jim from South Elgin, who's also a sponsor of this show, uh, Best Dental. What's up, Jim? Well, uh, right now I'm uh, remote location. I'm driving uh, near Cleveland. Oh, to go to a friend's wedding in Akron later on today. So just uh, calling remote. Nice. Uh, yeah, but you know, uh, there's some other activity too. Last week I got some uh, pictures. I might have shared it with you guys that Ortega and Nicaragua basically ordered the destruction of the Catholic Church. Yeah. Wow. There's pictures and videos of the statues being broken up and all these guys dressed and looking like Antifa. There's a video of some thug coming up to the priest and ripping off his mask and kind of pushing him a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, there's a big march against, uh, you know, this, these a lot of good people. So we got to stand up and be strong and uh, not let it happen. It's, uh, it's bad under Biden, that's for sure. And, Jim, it's happening all over the country. I mean, all over the world. You got these people oh, standing up against their country. I mean, it's happening all over the world right now. Uh, people right. are just not going to take it. Will Americans take it, though? Well, we question. better hope they up a little bit. I mean, like all this green energy, look at what's going on in Sri Lanka and uh, in uh, in Europe. You know where they're doing away with these uh, fertilizers and having people do organic fertilizer and doesn't produce things. Yeah, and they want to. They're losing their their livelihood, so they're revolting, and they should. Right. Uh, well, Jim, you take care. You be safe driving down in Cleveland and get back home. Well, I'll talk to you guys soon. All Good right, show. buddy. Uh, you're listening to Black and White Radio on AM560 Answer. We got Jonathan T. Gilliam, author of the book Sheep No More, former Navy SEAL and FBI agent, coming up after the break. And what you believe, cause I'm only human after all. Let's get it to him, baby girl. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome 
back to Black and Right Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with my good friend, the troublemaker himself, Verlon Galloway, also affectionately known as Red Velvet. Red. <laughs> ah, you love that, don't you, Verlon? It'll never get old. And Dr. Eric Wallace, uh, I'm telling you, don't miss that Black Conservative Summit. Um, before the break, I was telling you we're going to be having my good friend, Jonathan T. Gilliam. I'm telling you guys, you, you talk about somebody, every time I... I I hold, I listen every time he speaks, anytime something high value happens, I go to this page immediately because I know I'm going to get truth. I'm going to get, um, and, and some of it, it's like, I'm like, wow, how did he come up with that? Um, he's a former federal air marshal, FBI special agent in New York, Navy spill, and he has Navy seals. And he also has the expert podcast. And I just saw that he has a book. Sheep no more, but he also has a, uh, and he didn't tell me this, the adventures of Team Little Bigs. Jonathan, welcome back to Black and Right. You didn't tell me about that book. Oh, yeah, it's a good book, man. It's a, a children's book. It's all, it has security and awareness and uh, communication lessons built into the pictures. And then uh, people can go to teamlittlebigs.com where the lesson plans are at. Yeah. So they can use the book to teach children or learning disabled children. Yeah. Um, through the pictures. Now, now, Jonathan, you know, one of the reasons why I wanted you to come on was the, 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 the raid, because, you know, the left saying we can't say raid anymore. The raid on, on, on Trump. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I, I've heard a lot of the an- analysis and everything like that. Uh, have you, as a former FBI agent, ever seen anything to this degree? Happen to anyone? Yeah, I have. It, it, I have. It was called the, uh, the Trump-Russia dossier, the fake dossier. This is the exact same thing. So, um, yeah, we have seen this before. That's the, that's the key to this, John. You know, you were in law enforcement, yes. and you know that it, um, there's a difference between good and bad, yes. okay? Good it, you is in a position of benefiting someone else. Uh, it always, uh, you can track good back, and the intentions are always to, to benefit someone, to help someone. Um, and not hurt them. Yeah. And uh, we can go on and on with a list about good, but bad, whenever somebody does something bad, it doesn't matter if it's a petty criminal or if it's um, a mob person or if it's uh, the, the left, a socialist, Marxist, uh, entity, ideological entity. Um, you, When you trace back what they do, it ends up going back to benefit the person who is doing it. So, whereas if somebody who does something good is going to benefit someone else, when you trace back something that's bad, it's going to benefit the person that is committing the action. Yeah. And so when you look at what occurred with the fake dossier, um, that was so egregious. I mean, uh, a, a, an agency... And a political party, really, Republican Party was involved with that as well. Many from the GOP. Yeah. But it was it was fake evidence, evidence that many of them knew was fake, uh, evidence that they knew um, when they took it to the FISA court, they were using leaked information that they knew wasn't true, but they used that information to help bolster. Uh, their evidence. They went to the FISA court and get uh, to get warrants to follow Trump and all his people. Yeah. So, John, people need to realize if that was a court case, that could completely end the entire 
court case on mistrial. Correct. Because because the government can't falsify information to make you look guilty. Yeah. And that's what happened. But, so uh, Jonathan, how can Jonathan, we trust? Jonathan, why didn't they just go through the subpoena process instead of just instead of this getting the judge to sign off on this? And and, and, and is this about more than just these documents? Uh, because from what I understand, I've looked, the president is the only one that can declassify inf- uh, any any intelligence or any information. Am I right or am I wrong? No, he's not the only one who can. He's not the only dis- declassifier, but he is a declassifier. Right. right? So he can. He is the end um, declassifier. If he, if he deems something to not be of a national security threat, he can declassify uh, certain things up to an extent. Right. And um, so, you know, if there's certain information that he has um, that he deemed was not classified anymore he could have deemed that but but let me let me say this because this is the this is the thing okay. that everybody is, is missing is that what i was pointing out there before is that there is an actual process that is used by the left and that process is being repeated now so ever since the january 6th uh, uh whatever you want to call that fake stuff that's going on in washington dc <laughs> committee show? hearings yeah, ever since that started, they have been pushing out crim- possible criminal mm-hmm. charges against Trump. Yeah. Every single day they're saying this. Yeah. Right? So they're planting things in people's heads. And then what do they do? They go out and they use the federal government in one way or another to get uh, fake evidence, create fake evidence, or mislabel evidence, which is what they're doing now. And then they bring that out in the echo chamber before it was even uh, the raid was over msnbc and cnn were reporting cnn were reporting uh criminal uh allegations and so then the next day what you see is now they're going ahead with it and starting to bolster using all that media attention using all the information that that kind of got out but didn't really get out to build this case to go forward and potentially get either reasons to follow them again or go get more more uh, warrants to go do more things. And, and what they're trying to do is destroy his reputation, yeah. keep him from uh, going uh, to for running for president again. Yeah, yeah, the same thing that everybody else has done and never you know, nothing's ever happened. But the point is that there is a process that's occurring. It's occurred before, and it's and it's visible to see it now. And people need to realize that. Wow, and J- Jonathan, we got to go to break. Can you just hold for the last segment because because I I, yeah, I got sure. uh, my co-host has a question for you as well. But you know, I I look at this. This isn't about Trump for me. This is about Americans as a whole. Because if they can do this to him, they can do this to any one of us without any any uh, repercussions, right? Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. Think about that. Which if you just if you're just joining the show, we're talking with. Jonathan Jonathan T. Gilliam. He's a former federal air marshal, former federal FBI special agent in the New York office, Navy SEAL. Um, he's an author. Um, check out the Free Territory Alliance and his expert podcast. I'm telling you, this guy is a wealth of knowledge, and I'm so glad he's joined the show today. You're listening to Black and White Radio on AM 560 The Answer. More with Jonathan T. Gilliam when we get back. 
Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. I want to get right back to this. We were talking with uh, former FBI special agent out of New York, Federal Air Marshal, Navy SEAL, expert podcast. Go get his book, Sheep No More, wherever books are sold. Trust me, it's a great book. I've read it twice now. Um, John, I know um, Verlon has a, a quick question for you, but just really quickly, what's with uh, us 87,000 new IRS agents and we're arming them? Is that a scary thought? It's it's a huge scary thought because think about this. They're, right now, you're watching the FBI uh, create and manufacture evidence, which they've done before, which I was just saying, and going after the president and the former president of the United States. So if they can do that, imagine how oppressed they can make the rest of us feel if they go after mom-and-pop shops that you know make a little money but are barely hanging on there. Uh, if they audit those people, they'll bankrupt them. Yeah. If they go after people who you know make 30000 a year, they'll bankrupt those people. And then those people will become uh, uh, dependent upon the government themselves. So it's a scary, scary thing. We, we're mm. going in the wrong direction with taxes. We should be going to where we have just a flat tax, yeah. sales tax for everyone. I agree. How you, how you doing? This is Verlon Galloway. I got two quick questions for you. I, he, I keep hearing you use the word process. Now, I've been watching the debate of the intellectuals all week on the right and the left. And... Um, the, the, on the left, they say it's a process that he has to declare uh, any information in writing. Okay, so I want to know if you know what that process is or if there's any, because I hear Alan Dershowitz and Jonathan Twirley say, no, he can declassify anything. And then I heard you say something about up to an extent. Can you tell people what the process is and what is the extent of what he can declassify? Well, okay, so this really isn't my expertise, but I will, I'll tell you what I do know, and that is that um, the way information is uh, classified, it's, uh, it's classified secret, top secret, or top secret SCI, which means secret compartmental inf- information, which means that Skip. you don't need to know everything. It's that important. You only need to know a little piece of that. So there can be different ways of, of declassifying something in, the, in a TSI uh, type of atmosphere, you can declassify one line of something because it's not really uh, – it's out there. It's not really important anymore for national security purposes, and it's not going to affect the rest of the program. Um, or you have something that may have been a secret before, not a secret now, or just deemed where it's not going to uh, – it's not uh, injury. It's not going to cause enough injury to the national security, so you declassify that. Um, so there are certain people along the way – at the high rank in the federal government that have the ability to make that decision to say, it's not, this is not going to cause national security, or this is no longer an issue that needs to be kept secret. They have the ability to declassify it. Um, The president is the highest level of that. He knows more than most people. So he, there are certain things that he can declassify that others may not be able to, but even the president's not necessarily going to be able to go in and say that I want all of this declassified or, uh, things that he may not know about, he's not going to be able to declassify those most likely. And, and Jonathan, it's, we got a, we got about uh, forty five seconds. What happens? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think this is emboldening Trump's chances. He's going definitely going to run now. Um, what is, you look into your crystal ball to, after the twenty twenty two elections? What do you think happens with Trump? Do you do you see him indicted on anything? 
if the if the uh, people don't go out and vote and the, the, the Democrats uh, hold their position, uh, they will do whatever they can. And they don't care about what people think, as we've seen with the impeachment process. Right. They will go forward and try to destroy Trump. That's what they're going to do. Has this damaged the FBI? Possible. Has this damaged the FBI forever? Oh, I, I believe so. I believe that the FBI is gravely damaged until we get a completely uh, redone FBI and DOJ. Wow. Jonathan T. Gilliam, thanks so much for joining the show. Guys, go to his website, JonathanTGilliam.com. Uh, he has all of his information on there where you can go get his books. You can. He has his experts podcast. Um, as, as usual, John, thank you so much for joining the show. Uh, I, appreciate, I appreciate you immensely, sir. You got it, my friend. And listen, right. people need to turn their attention on the GOP as well. Yeah. Because they're, they're doing some stuff as well. I agree. We'll be right back. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Yeah, coming in hot, just like the fajita, I write what I live, my life in the speaker, I'm nice with the flow. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. If you missed that first hour, go to 560theanswer.com, download the podcast, uh, click on the Black and Right podcast link, and you can download it on Apple and uh, Android, you know. Or you can go back and watch Rumble or Facebook or YouTube, you know, because they got rid of my YouTube channel. You know, I've been zucked on Facebook, so uh, my stream doesn't get out to as many people. You're getting virtually no interaction on Facebook. (laughs) I really am. And then they shut down the feed because of the music as well. Uh, Yeah, they tend to mute. Uh, There was one time where I tried to go back to that to get some podcast audio because we had a malfunction here. And uh, yeah, none of the music. It's the same thing with Sean's show and stuff. They mute 30, 50 seconds at a time. Yeah. Even when you're talking. Uh, you gotta love. You gotta love Zuckerberg. They'll come you know, around. One, not, well, well, you know what? You know how they'll come around. Oh. If our next guest gets a gets a gavel and becomes chairman of a committee of certain Uh-oh. committees. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh. You know, I'm I'm so he, he's been on the show before. Uh, I'm so happy to have um, a current congressman of the 18th congressional district, soon to be congressman of the 16th congressional district. You know, because they we they redrew the map. Uh, he's also a former uh, federal state and federal prosecutor. Uh, he was a state senator. Um, he lives in the Peoria area. Uh, just one of the one of the one of the smartest people in politics, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Congressman Darren LaHood, welcome back to Black and Right. Hey, John. Uh, great to be on with you uh, and your listeners. And um I uh, love listening to you guys, and uh, congrats on your show, man. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, Congressman, I mean, <laughs> have you got a chance to to meet with the president? I know a couple of congressmen and uh, a couple of senators met with the president about what happened with this, this raid. Uh, you know, I'm told we can't say raid anymore. Um, if you haven't got a chance to talk to him, give us your thoughts. What? What? I mean... I, I just talked with Jonathan Gilliam, former FBI, um, former FBI, former Air Marshal, former Navy SEAL, and he believes that the, the FBI, uh, 
they have been damaged gravely with this act and the, the Department of Justice with Mayor Garland. Who I think this is a personal thing uh, because I want before I before you answer the question, I want you to hear what Merrick Garland said. And I this it, this sounded so personal to me, and I want to get your thoughts on it. First, I personally approve the decision to seek a search warrant in this matter. Second, the department does not take such a decision lightly. Where possible, it is standard practice to seek less intrusive means as an alternative to a search and to narrowly scope any search that is undertaken. Congressman, your thoughts? Well, first of all, um, I'm so glad that Merrick Garland isn't on the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, That's, of course, what the Democrats wanted to do. And after watching... Uh, his actions over the last um, year and a half under the Biden administration. Thank God that we didn't put him on the Supreme Court. That's Amen. number one. Number two, uh, obviously, um, this uh, this execution of search warrant, this raid was really stunning and unprecedented. And and John, you reference this. Um, you know, I, I spent ten years as a state and federal prosecutor. I have immense respect for law enforcement. Yes. John, I know you come from a law enforcement background yourself. Yes, sir. And there are many, many good people. Most uh, people in in law enforcement are good people there yeah. for the right reasons. But um, there is good reason to be dubious and skeptical of the FBI and the current DOJ. And the last thing that people want is the weaponization uh, of of the Department of Justice and the FBI. And and to think that Joe Biden is the current president and mm. under his attorney general, you execute a search warrant on the person that's going to be your opponent. Yes. Um, you, you, you better have a, a really good reason to do that. And, of course, the press conference you just played, everyone was waiting to see what that compelling uh, reason was. And, of course, we didn't hear that on there. And so we're, we're now left with um, just a real divide in this country um, and, and, and backing up the criticism of the current FBI and the DOJ is the fact that, I mean, just look at the history, whether it was the Russian yes. Whether it was whether it was specific FBI agents that went into the FISA judges uh, and and repeatedly lied, left out information. I mean, just look at the Steele dossier. I mean, it was made up and and full of um, deceitful uh, information, uh, and 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 a whole investigation was launched. So, uh, what we need to have, and I also serve on the Intelligence Committee. Uh, I wrote, I've written two letters to Director Ray in the last two days, demanding first of all that they protect all of their correspondence right now, that they preserve it, uh, all of their communications, because when we take over the House, which I think we will when we fire Pelosi in November, we want to make sure we have a a thorough investigation of this. So there's a lot to unravel here. But the bottom line is, um, John, we need transparency. We need accountability. We need proper oversight uh, in this process. And there are many of us that are very skeptical and dubious of it. Well, I think this is a political hit job to take one of the chess pieces off of the chessboard. All they want to do, well, let me take this back. They really do want to find something on them. They couldn't do it in the first impeachment, not the second impeachment. Everybody thought they was going to do it with January 6th, connect the dots. They couldn't do it there. So now they was hoping to find something incriminating in his house. If they can indict him. They will. And I'm going to go on record by saying I don't trust them. I think they may put something on them, whatever they can. But they got to put something serious enough where they can take him out. So what do you think this is? Do you think it's a political hit job? Do you think they're trying to dirty him up enough where as though he'll be easier to beat or where they can really try to lock this man up? What do you think? Well, so so a couple things. Again, um, 
let's see, um, you know, let's see where this investigation goes. But again, the, the, the level of scrutiny that needs to be involved with this DOJ and this FBI is at the highest level. And we have a role as members of Congress to play the proper oversight. And that's what we're doing now. We need, again, transparency on this. Now, Again, I don't think anybody should be above the law. Um, and and, and it, it appears that obviously this went before a federal judge in Florida and the federal judge signed the probable cause affidavit. We haven't seen that affidavit yet, which, again, I wish DOJ would release that. That yes. leads to more skepticism there, too. Um, so, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, with the, um, you know, the blatant violations of DOJ and FBI over the last couple of years, uh, there's there's real criticisms that are valid here, and so I'm all for waiting to see how the legal process plays out. But as you guys have both alluded to, I think this has made uh, President Trump's decision even easier mm-hmm. in terms of whether he runs for president or not. And he's had massive amounts of support yes. uh, over the last couple of days because of this. Well, when you say no one's above the law, that begs another question for me. <laughs> when you guys take over, are you going to go all the way back and start investigating? Hillary's emails and then move up to Joe Biden's laptop. Where are you going to start Hunter, with your event? I mean, I'm well, both. It's the same thing. He's the big guy. <laughs> so it's the same thing. So where are you guys going to start when it comes to investigations? Well, as you may know, uh, when we take back over the House, uh, we'll have jurisdiction over FBI and DOJ on our House Oversight Committee, the House Judiciary Committee, and of course, the House Intelligence Committee. All three of those committees. Um, you know, pursuant to our constitutional obligation uh, to have oversight, uh, Jim Jordan on the Judiciary Committee, Ooh, yes. uh, Jamie Comer on the Oversight Committee, and Mike Turner and myself uh, on the Intelligence Committee will have jurisdiction. And we will be issuing subpoenas. We will be uh, bringing those officials before our committees uh, and demanding what the American people want uh, in terms of oversight. And obviously, when violations are uh, uncovered, we got to make sure people hel- are held accountable because, to your point, um, Hunter Biden and that corruption. Why has there not been an indictment on this My case? Goodness. Why has he not been held accountable? Secondarily, I mean, you look at um, the firebombing of of pro life groups. You look yeah. at the threats against Supreme Court justices, Republicans. But, mm-hmm. And so, where is the uh, where is the the um, the prosecution in those cases? But yet, the FBI um, finds the time to go down and raid Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. I think that's a head scratcher for a lot of people on that. But the bottom line is. Yes, we have a responsibility and an obligation in our oversight role uh, to get involved when we take back the majority. Yeah. Hey, Congressman, can you hold for one brief segment? Because I want to talk about the IRS. I mean, the, well, the you know, this <laughs> Inflation Reduction Act and, and the hiring of 87,000 87, new IRS agents. Uh, I, you know, when you think about what's happening with that, the hiring of 87,000 new IRS agents. Remember the whole Lawrence Learner's um, in- incident? And then you look at what, what the FBI is thinking. I think people are going to become so mistrusting of government. I'm afraid of what the, what's going to happen to this country should they weaponize the IRS again. That's I'm very yep, happy, to, happy to hold on. OK, thank you so much. We're talking with Congressman Darren LaHood. He serves the 18th Congressional District. He's actually running for Congress now for the 16th Congressional District. If you live in that area, we got to send this guy back. He's one of the good ones. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560. The answer. 
Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Troublemaker and Dr. Eric Wallace. Uh, before the break, we were speaking with Congressman Darren LaHood of the 18th Congressional District, now running for the 16th Congressional District. Um, Congressman, you know, I, I, I'm watching, I'm, I'm right now, I'm on the Democrat Senate. Dot gov what they have a summary of their inflation reduction reduction act of 2022 now here's here's this, this, this total revenue raise right listen 737 billion 15 percent corporate minimum tax prescription drug pricing reform irs tax enforcement one percent stock buybacks fee loss limitation extension uh, and then they have you know 222 billion for the 15 percent 265 124 74 52 and then total investments energy security and climate change <laughs> these people Affordable Care Act extension, $64 billion. Western drought resiliency, $4 billion. Um, what I'm told, how does this help everyday average middle class Americans? Because it sounds like this this act really, will, will really come after them. Am I right or am I wrong? Well, well, John, you're you're exactly right. I mean, this uh, in, the Inflation Reduction Act is the last thing that the middle class needs. Um you know, we have historic uh, inflation in our country right now, um, you know, up up 40 percent, uh, you know, um, in, in some um, in, in some cases. Gas and groceries are the number one issue. I mean, it's really hitting Illinois families hard. I mean, as I travel around uh, central Illinois, northern Illinois, I mean, the cost of every everyday necessities, food, fuel, electricity uh, have have gone up exponentially under Joe Biden. Remember this, too, John and Dr. Wallace. You know, we have spent eight trillion dollars of your money over the last two and a half years with COVID eight trillion yeah. and, and none of it paid for. Right. And right. so when people say, well, why do you have inflation? The federal government's been spending way too much money. It doesn't take a rocket scientist or anybody to determine that. Uh, Democrats, even like Larry Summers, um, Biden's Treasury Secretary, said quit spending money. But in this bill, what do they do? They spend more money, Uh, roughly $800 billion more money. So uh, that's why we have inflation. And so um, this thing, this bill that you just referenced, is filled with tax hikes on working families and manufacturers and small um, and, and Main Street businesses and and, and really, um, it's it's limousine liberals trying to decide and dictate policy for the middle class yeah. when it comes to electric vehicles. And if you don't buy an electric vehicle or don't move to green uh, energy, uh, you know you're going to be penalized right. in tax for that. And 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 I listen, John. I'm all for um, you know the free market system moving yes. us to electric vehicles or whatever you want to do. But the difficulty on all this climate stuff is when you have. <laughs> China and India polluting and, yes. you know, uh, doubling down on coal-powered uh, po- uh, uh, coal po- coal-powered plants. Um, you know, none of it does any good uh, unless you have them uh, doing what they're supposed to do. They don't abide by the same rules and standards. This yeah. bill is terrible for the middle class. And, and But, I mean, how, how frightening is this IRS tax enforcement aspect of this bill? 87,000 new IRS agents and they're going to be carrying weapons. Think about that. I mean, if if I'm a person out there who's already distrust, distrusting in government, this solidifies it. Am I right? Well, so so what what this will do in adding 87,000 new IRS agents, this will now make the IRS bigger than 
the Department of Defense. So let me repeat that. Wow. The IRS will now be bigger than the Department of Defense, wow. bigger than the State Department, bigger than the Commerce Department. I mean, that's really scary. And and you know what's going to happen, John. Yeah. It's the it's the it's the guy that um, you know. Uh, it's the middle class guy that you know has has a maybe he's a teacher. Um, you know, maybe he's a firefighter. Maybe he's a blue collar worker, and and maybe he has a side job in the summer. You're going to get audited. You're going to have an IRS yes. agent breathing down your neck. Um, you know, for for every nickel and dime. So it, it's 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 crazy uh, that we're heading this direction by again adding more government agents uh, that, like you say, are going to be armed. And so um, you know, this got not one Republican vote Amen. in the Senate or the House. Uh, Kamala Harris had to come in and break the tie uh, vote uh, in the Senate. And what we need to do, John, is we need to hang this on every Democrat uh, in the country around their neck uh, and make sure that everybody knows it because there's a red wave coming this November, and this is the reason why. Yeah, this is this is Dr. Wallace. I, I wanted to go back to the whole um, uh, inflation piece because. According to our president and vice president, there was zero inflation, zero right? In July. So if there's zero inflation, what do we need this? What do we need this package for? Number one, and then number two, who can buy in these electric cars? I mean, this this whole thing is an elitist thing. They keep acting as though uh, you know Republicans are only for the rich, but who can afford these electric cars? And if and if uh, they're giving away money to help you buy the car, you know, it's not going to bring down the cost of the car. It's going to keep the cost of the car up. Am I am I not? I mean, I, am I misunderstanding this? I, I don't. Well, well, Dr. Wallace, unfortunately, this um, this highlights, you know, what the Democrats, they want government to dictate how you uh, live your life. Right. This country is predicated on freedom and opportunity and making your own choices and not government coming involved, getting involved in your everyday life and dictating. That's what this is. More government uh, um, dictation, more government telling you what you want to do and how you do it. And again, it goes back to. To your point, you, most average Americans that I represent in my district can't afford an electric vehicle at seventy or eighty thousand dollars. Right. And now the the provisions they've put in here through the new Green Deal and these progressive radical um, uh, uh, agenda items that now um, you know you're, you're you're forced to do this, and if not, uh, you're going to pay the price for it. Yeah, and and Congressman, I know you got a you have an election coming up in November. You got an opponent. Um, why should people send Darren LaHood back to Congress? Uh, I know why people should send. I wish I, I, I wish I was in your district because I would definitely uh, you would definitely get my vote. But I'm going to do everything I can on this station to to push you to make sure Darren LaHood returns to uh, Congress. Well, John, I've been it's been an honor and a privilege of my life to represent uh, the 750,000 people that I've been fortunate to to represent over the last six years. It's an honor and a privilege to serve in Congress. Um, I, you know, and, and in my new district that now comes up to northern Illinois, Grundy County, DeKalb County, McHenry County, Winnebago um, and much of your listener area. You know, yeah. I, I look forward to earning the trust of the voters. I tell people all the time I got 750,000 bosses. Those are the people that I work for. I come back to my district every single weekend. Uh, but the other point is when we take back the majority, we have an obligation and a responsibility to the people uh, to govern with a Republican conservative values, whether that's getting back to energy independence, whether that's securing the, the southern border, uh, taking on crime in our urban cities. I have a bill in the House right now with Josh Hawley in the Senate that would add 100,000 new police officers across the country. Amen. Um, we need to have election integrity. I mean, these are things that I believe in strongly. Um, and if I'm fortunate enough to get uh, reelected in the 
the new 16th district in November. I look forward to going back to Washington, D.C. and representing uh, the values of, of um, common sense Americans. Yeah, I'm just probably two miles outside of your district. That's it. Two miles outside of you. Did you have something for him? Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, why can't people just understand when you tax businesses, the people are going to get that bill, the consumer, uh, uh, they're going to get that bill. And why don't people understand when Congress borrows more money, the people have to pay those taxes. That's a tax hike on the people. Why people don't understand that? Well, it's, it's part of education, Dr. Wallace. You know, unfortunately, um, you know, think about this. Our country now is $30 trillion, $30 trillion in debt. Yeah. Um, but yet, when you poll people, it's not even in the top 10 things that no. people worry about. Because, it, it, you know, it doesn't affect them on a daily basis. But really, what, what, what we're involved with is a big Ponzi scheme in terms yeah. of China buying our bonds and, and being in debt. And we keep adding, as I mentioned, we've added $8 trillion to the national debt. Um, and, and when you don't have people recognizing that, you've got to get people to wake up. And then secondarily, when we take back the majority in the House and hopefully the Senate, we have to raise these issues, put this as a priority, yeah. and focus on fiscal responsibility. It has to be part of it. Yeah. Uh, we, if you're just joining the show, we're talking to Congressman Darren LaHood from the 18th Congressional, who's now running for the 16th con- Congressional. Uh, Congressman, where can people find you if they want to get involved in the campaign, they want to send donations to the campaign? Where can they find you? Well, uh, you can. We have a, a Facebook page on our campaign, uh, uh, La Hood for Congress. They can they can find us there. Um, also, uh, they can find us uh, on online um, at La Hood for Congress. Also, uh, and and look up our information online uh, to, to to help out on our campaign in any of those areas. And again, we John look forward to standing shoulder to shoulder uh, with other good Republicans and working hard to turn Illinois red That's in November. Right. Let's get Scott Greider from the 14th, which is where I, where I live in the 14th. Scott Greider is running for Congress there. Let's, let's hope he, let's get him into to Congress to join you guys to defeat Lauren Underwood, uh, Congressman. Thank you. Amen, yeah. <laughs> Congressman. You got to come in one day. You got to come out here in studio. How about that? I'd love to do it, John. Thanks so much for having me on, and uh, best of luck to you and Dr. Wallace. All right, thank you so much. Congressman Darren LaHood from the 18th Congressional District, now running for the 16th Congressional District. Go follow him, guys. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker, Mr. Red Velvet, Dr. Air, Dr. Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? That's a badge of honor. You know what I, mean? I sound like a doctor? Me? Yeah. Okay. Oh, help us, Lord. And we're also here with Dr. Eric Wallace. The real doctor. The real doctor. <laughs> who's actually putting on the Black Conservative Summit. But, but Dr. Wallace, before we go to the phone lines, Lucas and Mitchell, um, you, that's not the only thing you do, though. You, you Freedom, you, you, freedom you have, Journal Institute. That's right. Yeah, for the study of faith and public policy. That's right. And you've written a book. I have it. Yes. Uh, Integrity of Faith. And I've got another one, Jesus on Trial. Yeah. Got another um, one coming? I'm sorry? You writing another? I have like three of them in my head. Yeah. It's just taking the time to sit down and write them out. Right? So I have about four in my head. I've already started. <laughs> I, got like, I got like 25,000 words in one that, oh, I'm, cool. that I'm writing. Uh, I got a couple other ideas of books that I have in my head. I just, mm. just sitting down, getting the time. You know, after my son died, I, 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 that just. Yeah. But I, I, think, I, I think now after that. He's get. It, it's, I feel like that's the closing chapter for the first book that I want to write. 
So I, I, I'm, I'm trying to find somebody. If, if you got a lake house somewhere, <laughs> somebody, anybody with a lake house want to want to want to loan me so I can go up there for about a, a week and uh, just tap it out. You get nothing and like it. <laughs> Whatever, oh, daddy. That's sometimes what it takes. Yeah, to get let's, go, away let's go to the phone lines because um, Lucas is from where I live, Joliet. Lucas, thanks so much for holding. I'm so sorry to have you hold so long. Hello, Jonathan. You had some great guests today. Uh, uh, Jonathan Gillum, yes. uh, thank you for your service, if you're still listening. And then uh, Mr. LaHood, the enthusiasm from that gentleman just took the wind out of my sails. I was going to call in uh, to call out the Republicans. I mean, we have, we've been attacked by the left and the Democrats with regard to, you know, the Second Amendment of the Constitution with this recent bill that, that has nine pages of weapons that, are be, that, that they're trying to ban. Yeah. I mean, that, that's an attack by the left. It's a blatant attack. And then, then you have the attack uh, on the middle class with this inflation reduction bill. I mean, it's ridiculous. And then the last thing I wanted to point out is the attack on our former president. It, it's not that it was an illegal thing, but it's when you're weaponizing the DOJ. And you're right. You can use that against anybody, and it's yeah. just unfair. My point is, is when are we going to get more exposure from the Republicans? you got guys like Rand Paul will sit on, uh, on, the, on, the, on the floor on his platform and yell and, 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 and basically debunk everything that is thrown his direction. Yeah. And then you have Ted Cruz that does the same thing. Yeah. He'll, he'll call out people. You know, I, I don't have Josh a list Hawley of, names too, though. of other... Josh Hawley. Josh Hawley from Missouri. He's a senator from Missouri. He's former mm-hmm. AG from Missouri. He, he, he's another one that does it as well. And, and the point I'm trying to make is we need more of these guys to get, uh, get the grassroots guys like myself wound up. Yeah. We need more leadership and more enthusiasm like Mr. LaHood and say, hey, we need to go and, and ruffle some feathers because the more we sit here on, on the floor of the, of the Capitol building and just twiddle our thumbs yeah. you have nancy pelosi you know getting in front of camera telling us about how how great china is i mean i don't <laughs> want to hear that we right. have a great country here yeah. and we need more leadership to step up and say hey what are we going to do about this let's not let's not keep this this uh this rhetoric going we need to stop it and we need to start bringing exposure to our voters so they know this yeah. is going on a i lot agree or just sped up and they're and they've lost they lost the they lost steam yeah I agree with you. And one of the last things Jonathan T. Gilliam said, we got to watch what the Republicans are doing, too. So, um, Lucas, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for calling in. Uh, please continue. I appreciate it. Let's go to Stearns from Bolingbroke. Stearns, welcome to Black and Right. Hey, how's it going? I, you know, I, my comment was basically like his comment. I, I feel like we need to, like, start a new party uh, because it's like, it, you know, to me, I don't see any difference between Lindsey Graham and Nancy Pelosi. They're two sides of the same coin. I personally feel like you've got some people who are standing up on the, in the Republican Party, but there's a lot of them that are just, they, they just, they, they, I don't know if you can say that. They don't have guns. <laughs> yeah, I, I was trying to find the right word. Um, yeah, please, it's radio. Guns. I don't want to. I don't want to get fined, so please find the right words. No, no, I, I caught myself. But you know, <laughs> at some point, you got to fight back. Yeah. And and I feel like we're just getting we're getting bowled over, and and nobody stand, and and you know words. We need more than just words. We need actual action. No, I I, I agree with you, Stearns, I, and thanks so much for calling the show. Uh, he's he's right, man. Uh, I, I was looking up, trying to look up Kevin McCarthy because Kevin McCarthy came out 
on fire. And you, and you know I'm not a Kevin McCarthy fan. Mm-hmm. You know that. I, yeah, I know. I think Steve Scalise should be the next Speaker of the House when Republicans take over um, in um, November. Yeah, I, not not going to happen. Okay, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Kevin McCarthy's not ready. Uh, he, 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 he's, he's, he's a go-along, get-along Republican. I don't want that. I want somebody that's going to go in there and break necks. Trump has faith in him. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. You think Trump has faith in this guy? Why would Trump meet up with him instead of just beating him? Because he's the person in power now. Instead of beating him down when Kevin McCarthy said what he said in the beginning. Because he's the person in power now. So you have to you have to talk with the person who's in power now. He's controllable because after that meeting, he's been steadfast behind Trump. No, Steve Scalise is even better. Steve Scalise. I didn't say he wasn't better. That's who I want to be the next Speaker of the House because you know what? Steve Scalise is a tough as nails. He's not going to play these games. He's going to come after them. And he's going to unleash the hounds of hell, which I hope he does. You listen to the black and right. Mitchell, Mike, Kip, hold the line. We'll be right back. And now, more black and right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Just switch your attitude. Go ahead and level up yourself. <laughs> this that different latitude. Welcome back. Black and White Radio. Right, I am turn off your mic. <laughs> yeah, you turn your mic off. You don't know when to shut up. <laughs> yeah. I love when Hoff Daddy's here. Uh, welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker and Dr. Eric Wallace. Uh, you know, I just want to say real quick, uh, hopefully I get some brownie points for this, but um, um, Jeff, just uh, station manager, just left. I'm so happy they renewed my contract for another year. Oh! So it's sitting right in front of me. I just got to sign it. Sign it. So I'll I'll be on for another year. I got so hop that you got to deal with me at least for another year, buddy. Oh God! <laughs> I'm so happy. Um, I'm telling you guys, AM560 is a family, and I'm I'm so happy in, to be a part of this family. Uh, they right, take please. care of us. They 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 make sure that you know you know. I mean, any any problem I've ever had, I've never had an issue. With um, Black White Marcus or or Jeff, congratulations, Reisman, congratulations. Um, taking care of uh, it. So. YouTube account, YouTube account. What about? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Marcus, get on that YouTube account. I want my YouTube <laughs> account back, Marcus. Black White Marcus, let's get it, let's get it done. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's. I'm telling you, this is a family here. It, it really is, and you know, Hoff Daddy's been like really instrumental in helping me when I first got in radio. You know, oh. I was clueless, <laughs> I was so clueless, I was lost, and Hoff Daddy came alongside and, and really helped fine-tuned he would critique stuff he would it was very constructive you know some of it wasn't (laughs) (laughs) did you listen to the words of of the other producer doug same same words he told me be yourself yeah that's it and have fun that's right i've learned to have fun doug said that to you yeah sounds like the worst advice imaginable (laughs) well he doesn't turn his mic off i think that's why (laughs) he doesn't lose his his talking privilege he's also a music teacher by trade yeah that's true maybe verlon just didn't have the guts to make the george michaels argument in front of him oh and george was no george's was uh yeah he he was was agreeing with me no he wasn't he's marvin gay don't don't lie like i got receipts you want me to play the receipt no Please, dude. Unbelievable. All right, let's go to Mike from the north side. Mike, welcome to Black and Right. Welcome back. Hello, Lord. Please help me. It sounds like the black and right version of The View. (laughs) (laughs) That's low. Ouch. That hurt, Mike. You ain't black. (laughs) Listen, 
listen, I hope that doc is an OBGYN because you guys <laughs> talking to the congressman sound like a couple of Girl Scouts. Let me, let me give you my cookie order. I'll take two boxes of Samotas, two boxes of Thin Mints, what? two boxes of Dosey Dose, and two boxes of Tagalon. I didn't, uh, I, wait I, a minute, Mike, I didn't ask a good question. No. <laughs> you got to ask him. He sounds more like a Democrat that wants to get along. This is what you do. And you don't wait to the next election. Because in two elections, we're going to elect a, a, a party president. And this is how you put the fear of God, the fear of your wife's di- divorce attorney, the fear in the Democrats that will make them drop to their knees and beg for forgiveness. Twelve words. And I'll break it down into two six-word phrases for you. Are you ready? You yeah, got your yeah. pens? Yes. Go ahead. You got your pencils and scorecards ready? Yes. The first one, recess appointment, Attorney General Mitch McConnell. Ooh, really? That's the terrible. Second, you let him go after him. And the second thing you do, recess appointment, U.S. Attorney Mark Levin. They will cramp in their pants and hang themselves from from their own attic. Yeah, but Mike, they can't. They can't just even. There's there's a current occupant in each one of those positions, so they can't just remove those occupants. And listen, wait before before you answer. When we get a Republican president, when oh, we get a Republican okay, president, okay, okay, I get what you're saying. He waits. He waits for a recess appointment, and he unleashes the dogs on him. Why would you need a recess appointment if you have the House and the Senate? Right. Because you probably would at that point. Yeah. And no, 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 but you you might not have enough in the Senate. If you don't have the Senate, you make a recess appointment. Yeah, but Mike, I I, I hope you didn't I hope you didn't Google LaHood's name and and think it's his dad Ray LaHood. Did I think Ray LaHood and Darren LaHood are two separate people? And 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 I I thought we did ask you know some good solid questions to him um, because it, it was a focused interview because I wanted to talk about the Ray and the IRS. And I I served with Darren LaHood in the State House and when he was a senator. Uh, he's he's one of the hardest hitting. He doesn't play no nonsense. He's a man of faith. He he really loves this country and he fights for this country uh, as a as a congressman. I know that for a fact. Um, Can I just point ahead. something out? He he started by criticizing Darren LaHood as a go along get along Republican. That's not him. And then suggested that we put Mitch McConnell into a <laughs> the position go along, of get greater. Along. I mean, it's literally the definition of a go along get yeah. along Republican. Yeah. Um, right. I don't know. That's kind uh, of an odd statement. Yeah, I'm gonna Mitchell. I'm gonna hold you for the next segment, Mitchell. So you hold on. Uh, let's go to Kip from Stillman Valley. Kip, welcome back to Black and Right. Hey, thanks for thanks. holding. And you know what, man? Congratulations on the new contract. Thank you. And I just want to sit here and just put the power of God into your hearts and everything. And you guys were talking about Paul within Romans and that. You can read the whole book of Romans and you can really see what's going into. Today is what had happened in the, when Paul wrote the book of Romans, being persecuted in every way, yeah. and having the ones that are telling you what you are doing wrong, doing the same thing, and it being prideful and vain and everything, and boastful and everything. Yeah. So continue to do the right thing, and I'll tell you, book of Romans, chapter 7, 14, and on, and, and, and the whole book is good, so... You know what? Congratulations, Thank and the you. Lord bless you all. I mean, 560 and all those shows. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kip. Kip's right. You know? Um, yeah. I don't know. Mike, you missed it this week, brother. 
Oh. <laughs> you missed it. Mike from Northside, you missed it this week, brother. Uh, call back next week. Maybe you'll, you'll hit it and you'll be right on the market next week. Uh, you're listening to Black and White Radio on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. We'll be right back. Now return to Black and Bright on AM560, The Answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Bright Radio, AM560. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker and Dr. Eric Wallace. Before we go to Mitchell, uh, Dr. Wallace, the Black Conservative Summit, it's a very important event, I believe. Uh, talk to us about it really quickly about who's coming, how people can get their tickets, and the also the um, discount code. Before I do that, I want to shout out to my good friend and yours, Cesar Lafleur, who will also the be bishop. there. And what do, you, what do you call him? The Bishop of the Bishop of Truth. Bishop of Truth <laughs> will will be there. <laughs> uh, we got a lot of a lot of good people. I don't know if you know Ian Rowe, Huntley Brown, uh, C. L. Bryant. You know. Um, Dr. Shelby, Runaway Steele, Slave, Larry Elder, you know, and it, and it goes on and on. Uh, Vody Bacham, Kim Blackwell, Pastor Corey Brooks, and of course Dr. Ben yes. Carson. Yes. Uh, oh, I left out Bob Woodson as well. So, yes. So we've got a all star lineup. Ooh. Of people. Who Wait, let him finish it out. Let him get it out. What's that? Was there something else? Yeah, yeah. No, you, the, I just the, said. The, the, oh, oh, okay. The discount code. All right, all right. The discount code. Uh, so go to. Um, the black go to um, don't put the go to blackconservativesummit.net blackconservativesummit.net um and then uh, there there'll be a list of speakers there'll be also um uh, the agenda is there as well and a place where you can click to actually buy a ticket now there is a discount code for the next 100 people so it's it's bcs22 bcs22 and you need to hurry up and do that um Obviously, we're only what a couple of weeks yeah. away from, from September, the event. And, and the event is on what day? September <laughs> September eighth through the tenth. Yeah. September eighth through the tenth. It starts Thursday night and goes until Saturday afternoon. Yeah. So it's not exactly a three day conference, but yeah. it'll touches three days. Well, Doctor, thanks so much for joining us. I know. You, I, do you, I, do you have to leave, or are you leaving? Uh do you want me to stay? You another can stay hour? if you want. Yeah, hour? it's another hour. You can stay if you like. Sure. sure. Okay. Uh, let's go to the phone lines, Daddyo Mitchell. Mitchell, you there? Thanks so much for holding, Mitchell. Did, did Mitchell hang up on us? He's like, y'all had me on hold for... Yeah. Wake up, Mitchell. 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 Oh, no. Uh, going once. Mitchell. Going twice. Mitchell. Did Mitchell fall asleep? Goodbye, Mitchell. <laughs> Bye-bye. <buddy. laughs> oh. <laughs> He's not there. Oh, Mitchell. Come on. Hey, you know, um, before we move on, on on this Trump raid, I want you to hear what May- Megyn Kelly had to say. You know, she's the former Fox News uh, contributor. She, she's, uh, she was a reporter or whatever they call it. She, she had her own show on She had her own show, yeah. Yeah, I know. But uh, I want you to hear this real quick, and then we go to break. There is no way that's what they were searching for. There's no way. I watched all the coverage last night. I've, I've read everything, and I read Andy McCarthy this morning, who, as it turns out, agrees with me. I agree with him. He's a former top prosecutor, former assistant U.S. attorney. Uh, and he says the same thing. This is about January 6th. If you believe this is about classified documents having to do with bullshit Trump took with him when he left office, your head is in the sky. 
This is about January 6th and the never ending desire to get Donald Trump on something. They don't want him to run for election again. They're mad he did not get convicted on the first or the second impeachment. They're mad that he did not get pursued criminally by the New York D.A. They are mad that Russiagate fell apart and they are mad that he's leading in the polls. He's crushing DeSantis. His his candidates of choice all made it into office, virtually all of them last week, and they are prepared to unleash hell. The Democrats play dirty. And Merrick Garland is very clearly willing to go along with that. He's been moving in the concentric circles toward Donald Trump over the past several weeks, going after his top advisors, uh, subpoenaing them. You know, we've seen close Trump advisors in handcuffs dragged away as if they're, as if they're mobsters. This is this is really getting alarming. And the American public deserves answers. I, I totally agree. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking to a representative from the Missing Persons Network. Um, as I said in the beginning of the show, you have no idea how many people go missing every year. Um, hour three coming up next. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome back. Hour three, Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio. If you missed that first hour, go to 560TheAnswer.com. Huh? This is the third hour, brother. Right. You, if you missed that second, second hour. You know what? Hey, man, you told me to correct you when you when you slipped. Leave. <laughs> you, we need that. We need that. Half Daddy, we need something that says leave. We could do that. I'm yeah. actually already taking care of the problem. <laughs> you dumped it? <laughs> no, I didn't dump anything. Oh, okay. Everything's the same, except not everybody's mic, son. Yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> See? you're not. You, we, no one even heard you. That's, that's fine. Chump. You bum. <laughs> <laughs> you bum. Um, no, it is that's time the to make me an escape code. <laughs> troublemaker. So you causing trouble, Troublemaker. I let it all go over my head. You, you're still causing trouble. It's, it's like being an intern. You have to. You have to be able to take it. You, you didn't let it go over your head. No, it just went over your head. You got to be good to him because he's the other Dr. Wallace. Yeah, I, I forgot. No, no. It's Dr. Right. Troublemaker to Do- you. We have dueling, <laughs> dueling Dr. Wallace's. Okay, okay, Dr. Troublemaker. You got another new name added. Dr. Troublemaker. Uh, we also have Dr. Eric Wallace. Um, you know, I I was on Facebook a couple of weeks ago, I believe, and I, I don't know if it was a sponsored ad or somebody had shared something about... Uh, missing persons um, and I saw it and I'm like it, it's the, the Facebook page and they got 55,000 followers called Missing Persons Awareness Network not for profit and I saw it and I immediately contacted I sent, I believe I sent a Facebook message saying hey I would love to have whoever's involved with this on the show to talk about this because you know as you know Vilan, there are a lot especially a lot of black women that are missing they go missing all the time and no one knows you know what happened to them no, no one's no, nobody's looking to get to the bottom of how and why these people go missing 
So I got in I got in contact with the president and founder of the Missing Person Awareness Network non for profit, Gia Wright. Uh, and I hope I said her first name, Gia, Gia Wright. Uh, she started this organization in October of 2017. And I wanted to bring her on to talk about, she, I should probably say, is she on? <laughs> she's not on yet. She, I was about to say, wait a minute, I'm to find out if she's on the show. Um, we, it's, 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 it's amazing what, what people do with their time, with their talents, and with their treasures. And we have to make sure when she have, when she go we, we we'll give her a call. I'll send you the number to give her a call, Half Daddy. Um, but it's 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 amazing how many people go missing, not just here in America and in, in, in Illinois, but across this country. I just sent you the number, sir. Yeah. The thing about missing people too, also, is that it's an interesting story at first, and then there are usually no updates until either something profound or something right. horrible happens. Right. So people lose interest. They find the body. So actually keeping, you know, that's why people faces ended up on milk cartons, right? Yeah. Because something would be in front of you every day. You're sitting yeah. at the breakfast table. And you would see this face, and it was a way to keep people. And so, really, Facebook's about the only way to do that these days. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, social media, any, pretty much any, almost all the social media platforms. And no families eat breakfast together anymore. So, you know. <laughs> this is true. This, well, my twin, my two twins, make sure we eat breakfast um, because they, hey, um, hey, dude, I'm hungry. Feed me now, you know. Uh, but we, we, we're calling in, we're calling in now to get her on the line. But, uh, Doctor Wallace, I mean. This is this is something I didn't realize just how big of an issue this was with 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 missing people. You know, I didn't either. Yeah, so I was really curious. One of the reasons why I'm hanging 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 out with you guys, <laughs> I, I want I wanted to hear more about this. Um, yeah, because I I know that they've there've been complaints that um, you know, especially in the black community. Yeah, I mean, we especially see it with when, women, the black yeah, women, and, and black women. I mean, we see the blonde haired blue eyed girls when they. When they're missing, but someone's like, you know, what happens to the, the sisters who are, who are who are missing and some of the children and things like that? Well, we have yeah. to acknowledge the culture, too. We have a lot of um, black families that's not put together the uh, traditional uh, mm. family way. Mm. So, you know, okay. you have runaways, you have drug addicted uh, uh, people, and they just leave. And yeah. we get used to that being gone for a right. week here a month there, come they back. They get on those binges. They get on those binges. Yeah. So that's a, another reason why they're not reported the right yeah. Well, uh, Gia Wright, founder, uh, president of Missing Persons Aware, Missing Person Awareness Network, non-for-profit. Welcome to Black and Right. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me on. Love you, love your show. Thank you so much. You know, when, as, as you know, talked about, I think it was what, a couple of weeks ago, maybe now. Yeah. Um, how how much of uh, of an issue is this, and is there enough light being shed on how many people go missing in Illinois? I wish, I wish. Oh. Uh, so we have an average of eight hundred children and adults missing on a daily basis. Wait, wait, so wait, 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 wait! Time out, time out, time out. Wow. Sure. Did you say a daily basis? Yes. Yeah. And let me explain when that you when you have. Um, you know, a dozen people missing today, 10 of them might be found from, you know, they were missing a week ago, a year ago, so forth. So, you know, on a daily yeah. basis, you have multiple people missing every day, multiple people being found every day, mostly alive. But then you have the, the, the rest of them. Wow. They're not yet missing every day. Wow. Uh, my organization alone 
handles about 1,000 contacts every year for missing children and adults just in Illinois. Wow. And, and I mean, do you have any um, successes where people are found? Oh, for sure. Um, you know, we because I've been doing this for five years as a nonprofit, but I've been doing it since 2009. Um, you know, just more quiet, of course, uh, you know, trying to get myself into the, the, the right, right, because you have to be able to work with law enforcement. Law enforcement has to be able and willing to work with you. Um, you have to be, uh, you know, have credibility to be able to speak to these families, to get them to trust you, because the more information that's obtained, right, is the more information that we can have a better picture of what really happened when they disappeared. Wow. Um, I was I was saying earlier before you came on the phone that a lot of these women come from broken homes, dysfunctional homes, uh, drug addicted homes, and and these uh, families aren't traditional families like from the suburbs that's maybe tight knit. And, and if you know if your kid goes missing, you know something's wrong. And people are used to these runaways and people that leave for days at a time, weeks at a time, and they're not reported the same way as other kids are. Do you run into that a lot of the times? Oh, my Lord. So you just brought up multiple topics, John. Uh, first, first of all, uh, we have, as a society, have gotten so used to the media, right? We listen to the news. We watch uh, social media. Uh, we pick up the newspaper. Uh, we listen to FMAM radio. And what are you listening to? You're listening to everything else except the missing. Oh. You listen to the good. You listen to the bad. Um, you'll, if you look on social media, there's more, uh, there's more hype on missing dogs, right, um, than you yeah. do on missing persons. And it's just the truth. And, and while I'm a huge dog advocate myself uh, and pet advocate myself, these are our children. These are our children that are going to dictate our future for America and for the world. That's just how that is. So you have these these issues, exactly what you said. And so um, part of that is like, what happens, right? Why are these kids missing? And, and I just wanted to correct you just on one thing. It is not just women and, and girls. It's boys and men. They're also being trafficked. They're also into these drugs. They're also, these boys are also being raised the same way, and they're going missing the same way. They're considered runaways as well. So when you have, just go break it down to the teenagers, if you have these missing girls and, and boys, it is, it is, it's scary. It's so scary. But when you start using that word runaway, that word runaway has become a negative connotation. That means that they chose to pick up and leave. Yeah. They chose to walk out of that life and be with somebody else. That's not true. They, that's what grooming is, is for, right? right? They were groomed. You know, back in the, I'm 51 years old, back in the early days, we would see these kids and they disappeared and they didn't know why. You really didn't hear that word runaway. Right. But these kids were being exploited and there's predators and they were abducted and they were taken from public places, right? The yeah. mall, like, like Adam Walsh yeah. uh, back in Florida. Uh, you have all of these big cases and that you never saw that word runaway. Right. right? Hey, hey, Gia, Gia, we got to go. Gia, we got to go to break. Hold that thought. We have to go to break. Yeah. Uh, I know. Um, Dr. Eric Wallace has a question for you, and I think it's going to be an important question. And then I want to talk about, you know, what's you know what's next. How can we help? How can people get out there 
and and make this a bigger issue than what it is because it, it's it's a huge it's a ginormous issue. Uh, you listen to Black and Right. We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560. The answer. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind. Thinking Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker and Dr. Eric Wallace, who's putting on the Black Conservative Summit September 8th through the 10th. You don't want to miss this. Uh, before the break, we were talking with Gia Wright. She's the f- president and founder of the let's get this right because I don't want missing persons awareness network non for profit. Uh, Dr. Wallace, you had a question. Yeah, I, I was wondering uh, how how much of the missing persons do you believe is associated with human trafficking? I believe that well, that was a good question. Um, I believe that first of all, uh, Illinois is the the top eight in trafficking. And you don't hear that anywhere. Wow. So that's that's a problem. But um, I would say you do on this show. The, the, I'm sorry. <laughs> I said you do hear that on this show. I talk about that a lot. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's why I love your show. You definitely focus on trafficking a lot. So I appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> so the majority of our children are definitely either at least with an adult male um, or groomed uh, by a female. By the way. Mm. Um, and taken to the men, and, and 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 they end up in trafficking. So I would say, I would say probably a good of sixty sixty percent of the ones that I'm aware of. Wow! But you know, law enforcement doesn't send those things to us. If the family doesn't contact us, we don't know about it unless the police actually post that they're missing. Yeah. You follow up. The majority of those children are black. No, you know, I, I, uh, Marcos, uh, one of the listeners on YouTube, he, he had a question. He says, uh, he said, ask about the role of county juvenile centers in reporting runaways or traffic kids. Does that happen to your, do they report? No, Mm-mm. we don't see that. We can only report what we, what we encounter. Uh, so we're trying to change that now with, uh, with the law. And we have attempted a, a few, three times uh, to contact Pritzker in order to, you know, try to change it to where if they do, can, if they can report it to us, we're the ones that are creating the, that awareness that's yeah. necessary, you know, for all of these. Have uh, you ever reached out to, have you ever reached out to uh, State Representative Kelly Cassidy? This is something I believe would be right up her alley, though. She's a North Shore, I, she's I up the North it. Side of Chicago. We have tried uh, multiple, in fact, for five years here. So I've, I'm sorry if I've lost contact with yeah. the actual names. But, yeah, we've, we've tried many t- many people, um, and I, I just can't remember if we have contacted Kelly. Yeah, i I, I got a few people that I can reach out to. I want to try to Love connect it. you with. Um, doctor, you had a... Yeah, you, you had mentioned, um, you said those ma- majority of the children are something. I didn't hear it because John started asking are, are you... Black. Our black, our, our, our uh, and from mostly from Chicago. Really? So that's my greatest concern: is you're just not seeing that publicly. Their faces and their names are, and their ages are not out there. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's. Yes, um. Yeah. Um, do you know what percentage of these women choose prostitution and 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 sex trafficking themselves? I mean, honestly, no. it, it is women out there that that choose that life. So. 
you know, and, and refused to get out of that life. So you haven't reached out and talked to any of these women? Uh, you know, when we have when we have what I call survivors, yeah, low number, right? Because they they choose not to talk. In fact, um, once they're once they're rescued, the, they they end up going back because those those men are not leaving them alone. They're they will yeah. come right back and get them by choice or by force. Yeah. Gee, are you familiar so with the safety? Are, are you familiar with, with with the safety act that was signed by um, oh, President? Yes. Oh God! Now, how okay. will that affect what you do? Thanks, uh, Plexit. I can I can assure you that those numbers will double. Wow! Those the murders, missing, trafficking, drugs, double. Abductions, ab- the abductions are so high right now, and it is absolutely unknown because oh. the, the the public is unaware. Yeah. That's insane. Now, you have an event yes. coming up, right? Yes. Yes, it's a conference. It's 2022 Illinois Missing Children's Conference here in Kankakee County. Okay. And you, that's where you're based out of, Kankakee? Yes. So we do the whole state, but yeah. this is where we're based out of, yeah. Okay. Talk about the event. Come on now. I'm not, I'm not, come on now. Let me pull that out of you. Come on. Talk about the event. When is it? How can people get involved? How can people attend this event? So what we notice is that a lot of law enforcement is unaware of, of the assistance that can come from the FBI ch- uh, child unit. And they're, they're called the CARD team. It's a child abduction rapid deployment team. And then you have the U.S. Marshals who also assist in missing children. So when we realize that these kids are in trouble, we immediately notify law enforcement. And by majority so far this year, we're, we're noticing that they're just unaware that those are resources that can be used. So what we've decided to do is I contacted Carrie out of the uh, FBI card team. Uh, she runs it throughout the whole state. Uh, she's phenomenal. And uh, a lot of law enforcement do know her. Uh, she was one of the ones that led, uh, if you remember, AJ Friend, who disappeared, yeah. I believe, 2018. Uh, and and that's how she got found. I, that's just how it works is when you, know, you have all these resources together. So we decided to do this conference. Uh, so that we have all law enforcement only training for the whole state on all levels, local, county, state, federal agents will be there. It's free. We're, we're the ones hosting it. We're the ones who paid the bill. Uh, it's in two weeks from yesterday. So that'd be Friday, uh, August 26th. And that would be from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. We do have the card team coming. Um, they'll be training. Who's the coming? Illinois Who's state coming? Uh, the card team, the FBI. Uh, child abduction rapid deployment team will be training. Okay. Uh, the Illinois State Amber Alert will be coming to train. Uh, and we also have the state attorney, uh, Kankakee County, James Jim Rowe. Yeah. Will also, yeah, yeah, he's, he's phenomenal. He'll be training. But I decided yesterday to be on the same page. I believe that that safety uh, uh, bill that Mm-hmm. Got slipped under the table, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, definitely uh, become an issue for us. Yeah. And so, to me, that issue alone is a nonpartisan issue. Yeah. We believe that our missing persons and ours that were murdered and those people that are in jail are going to be let out while they're awaiting trial, and they're going to disappear, oh, or they will God. hurt others again. Now they do. Now, no now, now, I was I was actually just with uh, State's Attorney Eric Weiss. From Kendall County, okay. um, um, state's attorneys 
do have some say on who can be held. So, you know, I'm afraid of some state's attorneys, you know, not 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 abiding by that. But, you know, there's the state's attorneys. Um, they do have some sway in, in who get who gets to be held, even though they don't have um, cash, even though they got rid of or oh, there will be a cashless bail now. You know, I mean, ugh, right. it's 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 going to hurt a lot of people. It really is. Um, so um, well, I can tell you that uh, Bailey, uh, Darren Bailey, uh, Senator uh, Darren Bailey, uh, who is going for governor, uh, is definitely trying to repeal that. And so yeah. is James Glasgow of the yes. Will County Sheriff's uh, Office. I love. Who's it. a Democrat? So it's, it's a bipartisan issue. Okay. They want to get rid of this this oh, thing. Yeah. Uh, but where can people buy tickets? Where can they go to, to if they want to attend? I mean. Is this a private um, conference, or can anybody show up? If they're if they have a badge, or if they are a state attorney, um, they can. They're more than welcome to come. It is on our website. Um, <clears throat> our website is missinginillinois.org. You just click on events, or you can go on our Facebook page, and you'll see you know all the links there. So I can send it to you all. Yeah, John, um, they can call us. They can email us, and all we need to know is is their name and which department they're from. Yeah, uh, we've got. We've got the McHenry County uh, State Attorney's Office, the Lake County State Attorney's Office, and, of course, Kankakee County. They're attending. Uh, we have anywhere from Woodstock, police, you know, all, wow. all the way through all of these counties coming to attend this event. Anybody from Kendall County? Anybody from Kendall County? No, not yet. <laughs> no, all right. not yet. All right. I'll, I'll send this over to Dwight, the sheriff, the sheriff over in Kendall County to see because that, that, this is very important. This is a very important topic. And you also have a color run coming September, sa- um, Saturday, September 25th at Perry Farm Drive in Bermanet as well, right? That was actually last year. Oh, that it's was last year. Prior oh, event. Okay, yeah. it's just so yeah, 2020. Yeah, so we have annual color events, which is really great because we bring the kids and the Illinois State Police come to do their fingerprints. Oh, nice. Well, yeah, we have local police come and they, they help out. And we kind of travel that event uh, throughout the state. Right. Do you know when this color run is going to be this year? We do not, but I okay. will send that out to you. It will be for 2023. All right. Um, Gia Wright, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we got to make sure, I, I will make sure I bring you on a couple more times because this is sure. this is a very important topic. For sure. I appreciate that. Thank you so much, too. All right. Gia Wright, she's the founding president of Missing Persons Awareness Network, non-for-profit. Go to the website missinginillinois.org um, get educated and so that we can help bring back some of these people home who've been missing for so long are you listening to Black and Right Radio on AM560 The Answer Villan has a game up next we'll be right back let's get it to him baby girl Black and Right continues on AM560 once again here's John Anthony Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Troublemaker and Dr. Eric Wallace. Let's go back to the phone lines. Jim, I think I'm, I may owe this Jim an apology. Jim, I, welcome I, to Black and Right. When I hear his voice, I'm going to know yeah. if this is him or not. Jim, thanks for holding. Yeah. Yeah, hey, guys. If Trump is convicted of, yeah. of espionage, if he's convicted of espionage, where do you think the party will go? Will it go to DeSantis, do yeah. you think? Or? Yeah, I do. Hey, Jim, I think I want to I want to apologize to you. I think I hung up on you last time you called the show. Um, I want to... Don't be silly. Don't be no. silly. Don't worry about no. that. Okay. I just want to let just, you know. I, I enjoy it. No, I enjoy the show. Just, but I just... I mean, it's all... 
speculation. Jim, Jim, Jim silently Jim. wipes John's name off the list. Jim, <laughs> I, I, I want to talk to you for a minute, Jim. I know you from Progressive Radio. You get a little animated from time to time, but I just want to give you a little advice. Uh-oh. Never, never try to over talk the host, and you will go uh, a longer way as far as conversation. Well, that's right. Right. That's that's right. Right. I'm not trying to over talk. I'm not trying to talk. That's the last thing. I'm, I'm talking like. about the last. Never, time. The last. I've never over talked. Never over talked anybody in my life, John. So. No, no, no. That's that's Valon. That's um, me. That's me. I'm I, I'm, I was sitting here listening, and you were trying to get your point out while John was trying to correct you on something, and you that that means you if you don't shut up. Like, 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 that, no, that's, you don't have to that's shut up. no, but that's what I was always taught when the host is talking to shut up. Santina Jackson always taught me, well, not taught me, but told me that if, when you hear my voice, that means you be quiet until I'm done talking. So when are you going to learn it? So, thank, you for the <laughs> thank you for the etiquette. Thank you for the etiquette. But Jim, but Jim, I, I, I do believe it's going to be DeSantis if anything was to happen to Donald Trump. I really, I really do. Uh, I'll, this is this might be Larry. Larry, welcome to Black and Right. Hey, uh, good morning or uh, good afternoon, everybody. Um, you know, I was at CPAC and Larry Elder shared some information with me that he is a serious candidate for president in 2024. That is uh, pretty much good breaking news. Yeah, I, that I, is- I saw that article that came out that. Um, but I, you know, I, I love Larry Elder, but I, 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 it's either Trump or DeSantis. Uh, I don't see but, anybody uh, else. But uh, we, we, you know, I, I people have told me I have a PhD in street smarts. Yeah. The last thing we should do is move somebody that has a solid handle on a position like DeSantis as governor in Florida and give the opportunity to a corrupt rhino to take over or a uh, you know. Some kind of corrupt Democrat. What in Florida? I would. Yes, I, I, I would not take DeSantis out of a position that he's he has it under control and he's under a microscope. Uh, so why would we take him out of there and give the opportunity for the corrupt Republicans, the rhinos, or the Democrats to come in and take over? Well, let me respond. Let me respond to you. The reason why you take DeSantis out of that position because if Trump runs with another candidate. He'll be president in 24. DeSantis will be done because he can't run anymore after 24. You put him with Trump to keep him in the limelight. So when Trump leaves office, DeSantis steps in. It's up to the people of Florida, of Florida, Florida, to to elect somebody that won't be corrupt as far as uh, uh, governing over Florida. That's all to it. That's as simple as that. Well, I, uh, you know, just so you're aware, DeSantis is in the limelight. He's in the yeah. bright light. Yeah. So, uh, but, yeah. the, but the other issue. What oh, happened? what happened? You, you, what happened? Did he hang up on us? You dropped him again. He, no. You that, dropped him again. Was, uh, let's oh. go to my buddy, Mark Vargas. Mark my words. Just left the Bud Milliken parade. What's up, buddy? Hey, John. Good to hear from you. Just giving you a quick update from the Bud Milliken parade. I did not see Pritzker. However... Uh, I did see a trail of candy wrappers, oh, so God. I knew he was. Would- oh! <laughs> hey, I got a, I got a question oh, for you. God. I got a question for you. Did anybody get shot? No, oh, come I'm on. Handing out candy, they were handing out bulletproof vests. Yeah. But oh. listen, <laughs> wait, wait. At the end of the, at the end of the day, there was a lot of support for uh, getting Kim Fox out. It's no surprise. I mean, yeah. we're in the belly of the beast. Uh, 
so you know it was kind of split but a lot of a lot of folks were yelling out back to us get kim fox out of office yeah yeah and 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 how, uh, i know um tom divorce there how did that go over did he speak Tom DeVore did not speak, but he was at the VIP event with Kwame Raoul and yeah. Lori Lightfoot, J.B. Pritzker, before at the very beginning. And as Pritzker spoke, he stood right in front of him, had his cell phone out, and was waving to him the entire time. <laughs> yeah, I saw him. I so saw him video. Uh, I saw the live video. <laughs> I saw the live video. It, it was great. But Tom had a ton of support, actually. And, and in fact, he came. He arrived with a giant box of T-shirts. And people on the parade route were asking for Tom DeVore shirts. Wow. So he ended up handing out uh, probably 50 T-shirts, Yeah, uh, which was a great sign. We're in the car here with Janelle. I know Janelle wanted to say hi to you as hey, well. Hey, Janelle. You finally made it, huh? I, I made it, actually. <laughs> I was only an hour late. They were just getting started. They put us at the very back of the parade. CP time, sounds like to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Mark was a huge, oh, yeah. Mark was a huge hit with his, he was doing imitations. Of um, Trump yeah. and Gary Ripine and well Bailey, Bailey. that was good. Um, yeah, he's a huge head. Maybe I told him try to get him to call in as Trump and respond <laughs> to the last caller. <laughs> All right, guys, we got to go to break. Thanks so much for the update. Thanks, Appreciate John. it. We'll talk to you guys. All right, yeah. see you guys. Hey, right. you listening to Black and Right? We'll be right back. Black and right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back. Black and right radio. Vlad, the troublemaker, Dr. Eric Wallace. Vlad, you have a game. I do, and I'm What so, is the game, sir? It's called Versus when it uh, comes to presidents. Now, I'm glad, we have a, I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad we have a doctor here. Okay. A, a true intellectual. But I thought you were a doctor, play this game. Today I am. I'm, I'm Dr. Troublemaker. I'm going to start some trouble. Get close to the mic. I okay. can't hear you. I'm, I'm about to start some trouble. Okay. I didn't have any Republicans to, to uh, pit against these two guys, so I'm going to put them, put them against each other. It's going to be very quick. Who was the better governor as president between Joe Biden and Jimmy Carter. Wait, 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 wait. Joe Biden wasn't the governor. I, I mean, no, I'm saying who was a better governor of the United States. Oh, who governed the best. Who governed, governed the best. best. Between, <laughs> even though he's still in the midst of his. We know what Jimmy Carter did and didn't do. Who is who is better? Neither one of them. Well, oh, that's tough. That's I think tough. it has to be Jimmy, Carter. Jimmy. Because Biden was actually, you know, Carter made his own decisions and was actually the president. Yeah. Okay. I, don't, I don't think Biden knows what's going on. He doesn't. Oh, that, okay, that, that could be well and good. But you, you still can't tell me what's good about Jimmy Carter's presidency. He was a good. That wasn't good. a question. He was a good man. <laughs> what, what, what was good about it? Basically, Jimmy, not, Jim, Jim Carter was Jimmy Carter was a good person, though. Okay, good he was person. A believer. What, what was, about his policies? He, he served suck. excellently in the Navy. Yeah. Uh, there you what, go. Whatever. Okay, so no good policies. But you know what? Look, Jimmy Carter, I would say, was even though his policies sucked. He sincerely believed. He sincerely, yeah. And I think he was a sincere person about it. Oh. Now, uh, the guy is in there now. I don't think he believes anything. Oh, right. he doesn't know anything. But no, he doesn't but, believe but, anything. But, but, but when no, he no, started, wait, 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 hold on. You missed what he said. Believes it. He doesn't. What he doesn't believe. Oh, he doesn't believe. I, I can believe what you're saying. Yeah. I believe he thought he was a centrist back in the day, and he he would go either way on some policies. But he's doing it. Doesn't matter. He has to take responsibility right. for it. So, what's what's bad? I say I asked you what was good about either of their presidencies. What's bad? Guess what? They have a similar presidency. <laughs> Gas lines. Who's the worst? That's also not what you asked. Who's the worst? Who's, who's the worst? Who's the worst? What? President. 
between Jimmy Carter. <laughs> they both and, are. And well, Biden. that's that's hard to answer because yeah, because Biden Biden's hasn't not even, done. Biden's not done. Look how and much he's done so I, far. I, I know, but you've got a whole body of work, four years, to look at Jimmy Carter and, and say interest rates were like, what, 21%? And it was crazy. And Biden's but, also not president. Right. You all going to throw all this Obama's stuff. president. I'm going to tell you why Joe Biden, I think he's the worst. Okay, Number one, go ahead. he forced people to take this, you know it, for their job. He helped shut down. He helped keep the shutdowns going in businesses, crushing businesses, and throwing out more. Uh, Jimmy Carter didn't throw out this much welfare to to people to keep them from working, you know. So I think he governed. He's governed worse than Jimmy Carter's governed. Well, well, Biden didn't force people to take the the. Do you know it? That was more of local people, like the governors. Huh? Yeah, no, he didn't. Remember, he, Biden tried to go. And go through OSHA and, and get people that were federally contracted. He did federal. Right, 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 right. But then I believe Gary Rabine defeated that. Remember, Gary yeah. Rabine took that all the way to but the, the Supreme thing about Court. It was he tried, and then people like me, that he could say, you yeah. have to do it. But did, he did it. Did he try? You keep or, did his, or, or did his administration try? You know what? You, got, <laughs> you guys are just going to make it too hard. So let's let's argue about I, I want to throw out like four <laughs> names, four names, it. four names every week. So I'm gonna throw out two real presidents, and let's let's govern. Let's say, let's talk about their governance. I think I know who you're going. FDR versus Theodore Roosevelt. Who was the better president? FDR up to December 6, 1941, or afterward? Ooh. His whole body. Good, good point. His whole body. His whole body. Because as as far Theodore as Theodore Roosevelt, as far, you think Theodore Roosevelt? Yeah. Okay. Frederick Roosevelt led us through uh, the Great Depression. Who's that? Frederick <laughs> Delano Roosevelt. He he gonna Franklin. He's Franklin. He's called Franklin. 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 Oh, this is getting better. And better. Okay, listen. He led us through. He led us through the the, the, the Great Depression by passing the Emergency Banking wait, Act. I love Sorry. you, Rely. No, he wait. made he made he made he made the depression he worse. The wait, depression. wait, wait. He extended wait. the depression. Well, he he stabilized the banks. No, Vlad, what what history are you coming with? The, 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 what's written in the history book? He books. destroyed the banking system and consolidated no. it into a, a few. Uh, okay, that's large. your take on it. Can I read his body of work, please? Uh, okay, his From body where? of work. He passed Glass Steagall. Okay, which was the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. Which protected depositors' money. So that means it's, it's so. So when the bank decided to close their doors, you know they they took your money. Now your money is federally insured, whereas though you don't lose up your to, money up to. Well, up to, but at least you don't lose all of your life savings. And you had maybe one tenth the the uh, you didn't have competitive banks. <laughs> oh, he's going to extend Blake the whole Blake Blake thing Blake. out. <laughs> I'm not even going to get the I'm not even going to get ahead. the Teddy Roosevelt. And then he, hey, cre- he, he created so he created Social Security. Okay, yeah, that Ponzi, Ponzi scheme. scheme. Okay, Ponzi scheme, right? okay, but okay. Let, now, now, I just want to <laughs> put his body of work. I want to put his body of work against Teddy Roosevelt. Okay, <laughs> he was the author of the three C's. He expanded. Uh, he expanded uh, conservation. He um, he created controlling corporations, and he controlled. He um, he he made he made protection for consumers. Okay, I'm I'm trying to jam it up in these last few seconds. Okay, <laughs> who do you think was the better president? Donald and Trump. And he's credited. And he's credited <laughs> for creating the he's creating the Panama Canal. 
Who's the better president? It's Donald Trump. I still it's say Teddy. Teddy. Yeah. You think Teddy Roosevelt is 100%. better? I'm than not. I'm not saying Teddy was the best for, president, for, but if right. you're gonna say between FDR and, and you Teddy, I'll go with Teddy. Yeah. 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 Okay, go. so so it's no like choosing between what's the, the drawback? Cold and what's Ebola. The, what's we don't have time for this drawback. We come back from break. This is the last segment. Let's. We'll, we'll, I'll give you another minute and ten seconds on I this. Know, I know. I said everything oh, you need to say. Except for I want to hear your drawbacks. So why did you pick those presidents, though? I want to see who you. Th- it's going to be a lot of presidents that we're going to have to decide on who's better, who's the better president, and did we need their policies for that time? Oh my God. Yeah, I want to explore. Guys, Robert Blakemore, I don't know. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Your rights, can you pay attention? Hey, now you see the ones protected by the system. Hey, they raided Trump's house, why they ain't raided Clinton's? And for discipline, Biden, but he ain't in prison. Talk to justice system, but they want you to forget. Cause your wise, Epstein Island, why they hide the list? Welcome back to Black and Right. That's Bryson Gray's new hit single, FBI Ray. He's already at number four on the charts with the single, I, I like FBI that Ray. I like that beat. I love him, man. He's coming to Chicago October 9th, too. Hey, guys, um, don't forget, Uncle Tom 2, August 25th. You guys, come on, go get your tickets at 560theanswer.com. I'll be moderating a panel with uh, Lieutenant Colonel West. And the producer and the director of the of the movie as well. I forget uh, his name eludes me at the moment. Chad. Chad. Yeah. I, I cannot Chad wait. Chad Jackson. I cannot wait. I hear Dr. Eric Wallace will be there. Oh, you'll be there too? Go get your tickets, folks. Go get your tickets. I apologize to the listeners for messing up FDR's name, but the producer here <laughs> <laughs> kept jumping in and my mouth is dry and I'm, I'm messing up the word. There you go again. Yeah, but, but listen. Like, okay, really quickly, really quickly. I just think his only drawback was Japanese internment camps. Frederick, I mean, uh, FDR. FDR. Just say FDR. <laughs> FDR, man. He's safe. FDR. <laughs> <laughs> you said Frederick Douglass. Like I'm thinking of Frederick Douglass. Oh okay, now, Doctor, what were you saying during the break? How he he destroyed everything, and well, then no, no, no. Wait, wait, oh, I'm sorry. I, I want to go to the court. I got to oh, get these two folks, and then we'll come back to that. Let's go right. to Don from Neighborville. Don, we're having help, Valon, today, please. <laughs> I think it's all that, Ron, I think it's all that cocoa butter that's going on. Oh! Yeah, I, 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 wow. I didn't get any more cocoa butter yet either. And the Vaseline and the- <laughs> Baby oil. And his African booty scratch. What was it? What was African it? body oh, lotion. Body lotion. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Go ahead, Don. I'm so, sorry. I, I just wanted to make two points. So uh, as a special education advocate, I'll tell you that every single school district has a gatekeeper. And they all come in different forms. And some <clears throat> the bigger the district, the bigger the monster. And they will squashed you like a bug yeah you got to just keep advocating though but anyway so i think the raid sends two messages one to the public that if you vote in donald trump public you're going to have another four years of you know russiagate it's just going to be constant constant strife yeah and then they also sent the message to whoever's going to run if you run DeSantis, whoever runs, we're going to squash you. We're going to go after your family. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of how school districts operate. Um, but here's the thing. There is a God who sees. Mm. And that's why you can't worry about things in life. You can't worry about how you advocate. You just got to do the right thing. That's right. And then you have to trust in God because he sees it. Yep. They, the, 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 they could fool you and me. But they can't fool God. That's true. So I, I just have faith. I feel like this country's falling apart at the seams, but I, I have faith 
that at the end of the day, God will bring justice. Yeah. And maybe, you know, won't be in this lifetime. I, I don't know what, but yeah. you just have to have faith. Thank you so much, Don. Perfect message at the end. Uh, Dr. Wallace, give the website where people can give and the, and the discount code as well. Blackconservativesummit.net. Yeah. Blackconservativesummit.net. The, the uh, discount code or promo code is BCS22. BCS 22. Yeah. Black said, I hope you're going to be there. So Signor, Robert, all of my YouTube people, y'all got to show up for this. And also got to show up for Uncle Tom, too. Valon, you got a last final say? So you don't believe either one of those presidents passed policies that was needed in that time? Quickly. Uh, no, I think that uh, FDR or Frederick Douglass. <laughs> <laughs> Frederick Douglass. It's Franklin ended Douglass. Up, ended up, the, the, the depression we were in, he made it worse. Yeah, the I only agree. way we got out of it was because of World War II. Yeah. Thanks for nothing. Exactly. We got to go. Okay. Uh, okay. Troublemaker, thank you so much. Hey, guys, you got to tune into the show next week. Oh. You got to tune into the show next week. I'll be interviewing a, for, a former governor candidate for the state of Illinois. You don't want to miss this show. Trust me, you don't want to miss next week. Hoff Daddy, thanks. It's always great to have you. Troublemaker, Dr. Eric Wallace, thank you so much. I want to give thanks to Darren LaHood and Jonathan T. Gilliam and Gia Wright. Uh, guys, missing that people, go to that Facebook page. You know, please show up to these events that's coming up uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, I'll see you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.